When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get into the footy for my cruises, Friday FOMO. That offer is going to be announced very shortly. Stick around to hear that in a few moments' time. It's our grand final preview. We would love for you to get involved. one 736 736 Let's start with the Red Hot Pies, who have been the best side all year. They finished on top of the ladder. They got through against GWS in the prelim final by a point. Kingy, what is Collingwood's biggest weapon tomorrow? I think speed. If there's one... Floor with the lines, I think they lack a little bit of leg speed through the, the middle of the ground and, and and in their back half. I think if you can carry the ball at them and charge at them, which the Pies can do, if they can explode from clearances, which they haven't really done the last couple of weeks. It happened in about the first five minutes of the game in the prelim, and we didn't see it again mm. really from Collingwood. So they those midfield clearances we talk a lot about, they're the ones where they generally are run and gun and explode to go at pace, Pendlebury handballing, creating, Dacos gone mm-hmm. uh, and taking off. I think if they can put speed on the game, everything changes. Pies fans, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. What is your biggest weapon tomorrow? For, for me, it's the, the ferocity of which they get after the opposition. When they play with that pressure, I wonder how Brisbane will cope with that. And the sign of that will be, where are Brisbane launching inside 50 from? Is it deep or is it shallow? Um, Yeah, and are they getting those deep or shallow entries is what I'm trying to say. If it is shallow and the ball is landing at the top of the 50 or 45 metres out and we're seeing more and Cameron back in, Really good intercepting form. We know Quain is a great intercept mark. We know Maynard is that. And then they get their game going from there and they slingshot. That's their biggest weapon for me. So the pressure that they provide on the ball gives you a high ball, gives you the intercept, that gives you the help in the air across halfback. They win the ground ball across halfback or in the air, then they go. That for me is is their biggest weapon. What's their biggest worry? The biggest worry for me with McStay now out is Frampton comes in and Frampton's been solid for them yeah, in not different a natural roles. Forward though, is he? But he's he's a guy that can have minimal impact on a game. Mason Cox can have those days where he can have minimal impact on a game. And and let's be frank, he's not he hasn't been a goal scorer no. really. He's kicked two goals in six weeks. Mm. He's been really good in the ruck, but does does the fact that McStay's not in the forward line mean that he has to spend more time for it? And Darcy Cameron, I don't think's in super form. Mm. So for me, you got those three tools that you may not get a lot out of. That's my worry. If they have minimal impact, minimal clearance uh, dominance, minimal scoreboard impact, half a dozen disposals each, you're in real trouble. You are. And then how early do you go with the sub? Because it's a hot day. So if if they are having minimal impact and if it's Frampton minimal or one of those two big fellas, you, you ideally sub them off and get Lipinski on. But then you're going – Oh, it's early in the third quarter. What if we get an injury? Well, then we're down on rotations. It's a hot day. So you really don't want to pull the, the trigger on that sub too early. What so, worries you? Yeah, well, that, that definitely the forward line. I don't think they've got a commanding forward who can really grab the game and take it away from Brisbane, where Brisbane have probably got five of them. Yeah. That if they have a big day, one of those five Brisbane forwards, it is all over 
I'm not sure Collingwood have that. So they're, they're relying on, on the midfield dominance and, you know, a Dagoe or a Dacos getting a hold of you. But is Elliot not in great form? Is he going to get you? Is Majacek going to get you? Probably not. Is Ginevan going to get you? Probably, prob- may he may kick three, but probably not. So just the, the lack of firepower. But also I think the ruck is, is interesting as well. I think Oscar McInerney is in really good form mm. and he is able to get the ball into space just with almost like the old school Brisbane Ruckman during the early 2000s where he can clear the area and you get him a cluggage or a Neil or a Rainer running onto that with momentum and you get it out of the phone box where Pendlebury and Mitchell and Dugowie do so much good work. So I think the Ruck is an issue for them he as well. He struggled, Big O, against Cameron and Cox at the, uh, yep. the Cox game Cox came Marvel. on as, as the sub he did. and was angry and aggressive. And fresh yeah. and just jumped in all over him. And, and even Cameron struggled. Cameron's a big body, I understand that. Oscar, to me, looks like the more aggressive of the two. But he, he for some reason, didn't have a great game last time. So I'm with you. I think if Oscar can take control, then start grabbing it out of the ruck. Yep. Pop handballs, not the, th- the surge handballs. Mm, mm. But the spikes become a bit of a weapon. So let's, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see on that. He, he obviously kicked two goals in the prelim as well. I mean, if he adds that to it, he's only had seven goals leading into that game. He's got nine for the year, so unlikely. But that could test them as well the other way. If this happens, they will win. Finish that sentence for Collingwood. If Nick Dacos has 35, right. they win. Right. I'll, just, he, I'll get back to that speed discussion. You know, he's the one that creates the overlap. He's the one that creates that line-out wave run that they get going. It's Dugowie and Pendlebury and Sidebottom and then the halfbacks at speed joining in. So I, I think I think if Nick – I don't think they'll tag Nick. I think you'll get a free run at it because mm. you really can't tag him. No. Uh, and not many have true tags anymore. And you can't do two. Anyway. Like if they're going to do one, it's going to be Dunkley on Dugowie. Now at stoppage only. Yeah, though. it won't be a full-on tag. No. Dunkley will try and win his own ball, but you're not going to have two. No, it'll just be at stoppage with Dunkley. Yeah. But So I, I think a lot rests on, on Nick's shoulders, and he's been so good in his first couple of – I mean, I, I can't remember us talking about a second-year player no, like this since Chris Judd. Mm. But uh, – no, I think if he has a 35-plus, she's, she's all over. For me, it's if they win the ground ball. So they haven't won the ground ball in either of their two finals. And, in fact, they were smashed by the Giants at ground ball um, by 15. If Collingwood can reverse that, and I think they would have done a lot of work on that in the last couple of weeks, they are also beaten by Melbourne. You go, well, they still won those games. But just, really. And, and you could make a case that... They probably shouldn't have won both those games. If they win ground ball, if they are hunting, if you're watching at home on TV and you pause the vision and there's more Collingwood players than uh, Brisbane players in the frame, that's when I think Collingwood play their best. The, the high ball goes inside their defensive 50 and they swarm at ground level. So I'll keep an eye on the ground ball numbers. Some good text coming through. All right, we'll get to a few of those. And we'll take your calls as well. We'd love for you to join in the conversation. Before we get to the Brisbane side of things on the other side of this, we'll get to Tom and Ben. So you guys stick around. We'll get your thoughts, a lot of text coming through, and then we'll work the Brisbane side of things on the other side of this. It's our grand final for preview on Fireball Friday. Kane and King yeah, I think both teams have a lot of reason to be confident going into the game, but also a lot of reason to have some trepidation, um, you know, because of both those factors. So I think it'll be a cracking game either way. If we can, I guess, play our way for, for longer, we'll win. And I guess they'll be saying the same thing. So uh, it sets up for a great game. 
Uh, man, with a foot in both camps, well, as a player, of course, Justin Lepich, three-time star, and now pulling a lot of the tactical strings upstairs behind the glass for Collingwood, giving us his thoughts. Kingy says if Nick Dacos has 35-plus, they win. I'm saying if Collingwood win the ground ball, they win. Tom is in Seaford. What do the Pies need to do tomorrow? Tom, welcome to the show. Oh, g'day, fellas. Fantastic show. Look, I think a couple of things I jotted down here from an armchair point of view. Look, they've got to try to negate the influence of Harris Andrews. They've got to try to keep the ball away from him because he's so good and he sets up so much play and he's so reliable down there. The other thing is that... Brisbane's got the edge in the forward line, no doubt. But the delivery into the Collingwood forward line's got to be spot on because they've got to clear. They've got to use their speed and they've got to use their agility at ground level to bring that ball in and keep it away from their talls. And, of course, centre clearances. And it's going to be relentless. Otherwise, I think Brisbane is probably strong, stronger in personnel. But Collingwood's got... It seems to me speed versus height is going to be a big issue. Good call. What do you think? Good on you, Tommy. Yeah, good call. Let's whip through a few of these. Jamie's on the line. What do Brisbane need to do, Jamie? Hey, yeah, good morning, fellas. Uh, super excited, Brisbane Lions fans. So we're back here again 20 years later. Can't wait. <laughs> hey, um, it's all about Nick Dacos. Um, you know, if he has, you know, 15, 16, 17 touches, we win. Um, and I just wondered, can you, like, do the Lions tag him or do they have anyone they can really send to him or is it kind of just more a, a system thing? System thing, unfortunately, we we hate talking about the system thing, don't we? But mm. uh, when you when you look at his year this year, I think he's had thirty five plus. I think it's eight times, and the only time they've lost was actually to Brisbane when he had thirty five, but he kicked two. And he remember, remember they was that had, in Brisbane. It was in Brisbane. Yeah. They had that surge where they come yeah. with a rush back into the game. He was the reason. Didn't get any Brownlow votes that night, by the way. But that's a whole other story, Cornsey. <laughs> so if he has thirty plus, which he's done. I think a dozen times this year, and that's the only game they've lost. So he's he's the one that in, injects speed. So that's a good call. Good luck to your team, uh, Jamie. Thanks for your thoughts this morning, Ben's in Roval. What's Collingwood's biggest worry, Benny? Hey boys, how are you? Good. Hey, quick one. Watching the prelim, as well as we defended, I thought at times our defence got a little bit loose. Where GWS ended up getting the two one to two players loose behind play, and they both resulted in goals, and then. Sort of going on that first call, same thing. Um, I thought our entries into our forward line, like when you're kicking a high ball to Jamie Allett, it's too easy to defend. He needs to be on ground. Um, so I think our delivery into the forward line needs to be a bit lower and sharper. Um, going the game, Benny? I am. I'm hopefully picking up a ticket today, a thousand bucks. Oh. I'm hopefully, I've hopefully got one lined up. I can't. I'm, I'm pumped. I lost oh. my voice last Friday, so. Yeah, good, good luck to you, mate. Just watching yeah, well. Tony Jones outside of the MCG as those waiting to get the best seat in the house how are long, camped. How long have they been there? We should try and get TJ on, actually. I might send him a message in a moment and he'll join us. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out because I can't hear what he's saying at the moment. We'll try and get TJ. <laughs> I thought you might have heard. The, <laughs> I wasn't asking. We might get to TJ, to TJ on the program. <laughs> Lost a bit of weight, TJ. Has he? Yeah. He's, look, he's looking good. good, TJ. He's looking really good. Ron's in Brisbane. Been picking on him for 12 months. What's your thoughts, Ronnie? Great. Good. Uh, Kingy, I just want to know, you say Nick Dacos, if he gets 35 plus, they win. How many of those possessions does he get from the kickouts at full back? Oh, no, I think that criticism's, uh, that criticism's gone. It would be three, two to three, I reckon, per game. It's not enough to worry about. If you, if you think he's an uncontested possession player, you're wrong. He's had, he's had 
10 or more in, what, six of his last nine games. Um, so I, I, I don't think that's valid, that criticism. I, I, he's been an enormous clearance uh, contributor since about round 15. Uh, he's, I can give you his numbers. He's had, he's had 11, 7, 9, 6, 6. Mm, Look, mm. They're big numbers for clearances. So I, I, I don't think that his numbers are fattened in any way by kickouts. It is our grand final preview on Fireball Friday. Stack of texts coming through as well. Morning, Kane and Kingy. Do you think if Cam Rayner is on and firing, he is just as impactful and dangerous as Dugowie? He's my first pick on the field, says Steele from Brisbane. He's not as prolific as Dugowie. He's not a high-possession player. He's a 16 to 17 is a good result and then scoreboard impact. But How many... Big, big games as he had. Yeah, not not many yet, but no. he's building. I'm not sure how many Dugowie had had in his first sort of five or six years in the league either. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm yeah. not being too hard on him, but everyone, we talk a lot about Cam Rayner. Mm. We'll get to Brisbane in a moment, but he, it would have been one of the goals of the year last week if he was able to finish the deal against Carlton, mm. where he flew for the mark, landed like a cat, bounced off a few bodies, and then ended up snapping a point. but uh, Had a big game against Port Adelaide in that first final. Had a big yeah, one. Yep. He got them going. Um, this text, Kane and Kingy, is it possible the Magpies could stretch the lines on the big MCG? It is a big ground, and the Pies play it on it every week. Uh, that is a – well, That I mean, that's a huge advantage. You get the grand final on your home deck where you've hardly left this year. That's got to be factored in as well. G'day, boys. It's who handles the occasion better. It's not a normal game. Stats don't mean as much tomorrow. An injury to a key player on any side turns the game. As we know, Bobby Hill can light it up. Go Pies, says Jeff in Noosa. Half your luck, Jeff. We had Dennis on last week, you and I. Yes. And I thought he's, he's, he was great. His, his phrasing was fantastic. He can be the best team all year. It doesn't matter. You've got to be the best on that given day. Yep. And we're all guessing. We're talking about form coming in. Once they bounce that ball tomorrow, it doesn't really matter what happened in round 16 or 18 or 20. It's about performing it up our three Yeah, tomorrow. and uh, the, the function I did with Joel yesterday, he said that in 2009. He reckons they, the Saints were probably better. But on the day, yeah. they were they were absolutely better. And, and, and that's all that has to happen. That's why the cutthroat nature of a one grand final, and it all leads to this, is so fascinating. Tezza, stick around. We're going to do the Brisbane side of things on the other side of this. It is our grand final preview for Loop Logics, the future of construction management. For a free demo, visit looplogics.com. It's time for the 7.30 news headlines. We're off to the McCafe to get a coffee. Another great grand final song, that one. Wonder how Kiss will go. They've landed. They're in the country. They seem to be in reasonable spirits. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's probably no Robbie Williams. It's definitely no Taylor Swift. High either. bar last year. Yeah, it? it was a high bar. Wow. I heard um, someone say during the week, it might have been Hutchie, that if Carlton had got through, Robbie Williams had committed to come back. No way. He's, he's been uh, caught up in the Carlton train. 
Yeah, so that would have been. Why they paid him so many free kicks in the back half of the year? Maybe. Back to back, Robbie. Back back to back, Robbie uh, would have been good as well. A lot of texts coming through. Uh, Kane, if Brisbane get the Collie Wobbles, then Collingwood will win. Hipwood and Danaher cannot miss their first few shots at goal, says Martin in Carlton. I think that's that's a good thing to watch out for as well. Um, Fall and foul, that one. Yep couple of times. And well, well, when you're just kicking through the big thing. <laughs> 6 15 at half time, we oh, were. Oh, I know. It's a bad day, isn't it? That's a bad day. Yeah. That's a bad day. Blocking a it of, out. It's only been 30 years. Um, all right, let's uh, go to the phones. Tezza has been waiting patiently. Uh, you sound a bit pessimistic about the pies, Tezza. What's your thoughts? Um, morning, boys. Uh, now, I'm a massive, massive Lions fan. I just. I'll give you two points where I think we can win it and, and how we can lose it. I think Charlie Cameron's the, the key. Uh, I've watched them both times we've played them this year. Quainer, he's t- absolutely tore him apart. He's too good. If he gets off the leash, Charlie, he, he's the man. And, and the thing that worries me about the Pies, if they send a goey deep in a one-on-one, I think he's too good for any of our defenders one-on-one. And if they sneak Jeremy Howe down there as well, another guy I don't think, if them two are both, in the forward line at the same time, I don't think... I, I think Starcevich is our lockdown man. I don't think we have someone else that can lock down with them. So Good that's point. how I think we'll win it, and that's how I think we'll lose it. I, I like the... How did go to Harris Andrews for parts of that round 22, was it? 22 or 3? Yep. Uh, that, that like game late in the season anyway. That That's a move that I'd look at because you've you got to give him something mm, to worry mm, about, Harris, mm. and I don't think he's going to overly invest in Billy Friend. I'm not going to be too worried about Billy. Uh, I wouldn't have thought. Thanks for your thoughts, Tezza. Let's go to Brisbane and speak to Mark. you got a prediction for us, Mark? Yeah, just a bit of a oh, feeling I have. I don't know where it's come from, but I've just had some sort of premonition of um, Siren going, ball in Hipwood's hands, tucked up hard against the boundary, exact same boundary as the um, um uh, kick and I don't know, he threads it through the eye of the needle after the siren goal umpire looks at the Brisbane players, gives a little smile and signals a goal and they lose by a point to pies and heartbreak all over again. Been a, been a, been a big week, Mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, massive lines, man, in Brisbane. I had all my, everything planned to come down, but I was there in 03 and I uh, didn't get to see a thing because I was hard underneath the new stand being built and it's better being at home watching the big screen and celebrating with fellow Brisbane people. Mm, going, Mark. Thanks for your thoughts. Fire up, mate. You're in a grand final. Come on, Get Mark. excited. Pump He's yourself up. He's seen the finish up. anyway. He doesn't need to yeah. go. Tony's in Mill Park. You want to speak about a couple of guns, small forwards, Tone? Yeah, how are you, boys? Hey, um, I'll just I tell you, a Carlton supporter I am, but to uh, to see Bobby Hill being chased by Charlie Cameron down that Shane Warne side of the, the ground or the opposite way, you know, Charlie being chased by Bobby Hill would be just something special. Similar to... Um, Jetta and Rioli. And, um, yeah, how good would that be? Yeah, and the but on, the, on, the game itself, on the game itself, you know, these Brisbane forwards have got smalls that play tall and talls that play small, and um, they've, they've got something special in that forward line. Having said that, geez, Collingwood's got that intangible asset of um, belief, you know, and they can mm. just do anything. And it, I hate saying it, but... Um, no, really, it really could be a ripper game. 
Yeah, there, there's a few texts Sorry. coming through as well about that so Collingwood spirit. This this seems they seem to be destined in a way with the way that they've played, the way that they're able to stay involved in games and come back from anywhere. G'day, gents. Not sure if it's been discussed, but how important could the sub be given yes. the conditions? Fatigue will be at an all-time high, and if the game is in the balance, it could be uh, critical. So it'll be Lions, and we know it's going to be Lipinski. Um, I think I love the Jack Ginnivan as sub. You liked him as sub? Well, when he stands, takes the mm. shirt off the crowd, the crowd have an association with him, a reference with him, don't they? Yep. They, they seem to lift, oh, Jack's coming on, Jack, Jack's coming on, you know, and they – you can feel a little Starts murmur. Starts warming up. I don't think you're going to get the same thing with Lipinski. I don't reckon he'll go with the long sleeve tomorrow. Why well, wouldn't he? Well, it's going to be 29. <laughs> yeah, well, Michael Tuck used to go with it. He, he used to go with it all the time. Will Ginevan, my man, go with the long sleeve I think he tomorrow. will. You think he will? Well. He couldn't. It would be uh, ridiculous if he did. We'll find out later on. If he does, it'll last about half a quarter and he'll rip that He'll rip that off. Uh, all right, let's uh, focus on the Lions. For them, what is their biggest weapon, Kingy? I think they've got two. The, the two weapons that they've got uh, create scores for them. I think the way McCluggage plays, it's always one step goal side, if you like, as a midfielder. He's looking to get forward. He's looking to hit the scoreboard. He can have a 20-disposal, two-goal game or a 25-disposal, three-goal game quite easily, mm. the way he plays. Yeah. He's very aggressive. I think that Penderbury put some time into him last time, and I think they'll probably look at that again. you just got to have a great handle on where he is at all times. And Kadeen Coleman, I, I don't think uh, we've seen the best of this guy yet, and we're just scratching the surface. At halfback last week, he was the one that said, hey, Let's change the angles. Yeah. Let's play a little no bit smarter. Fear. Let's play a little bit different. If he can get that going at the MCG with the space available, then I also think Colin would like to roll up that half-forward flanker. They may make it Nick mm. Dacos. They, mm. may, they may say, Dacos, you go to half-forward and you roll up. Yep. You'll be free and we'll give them Coleman behind the ball. Who wins that matchup? Does Dacos around the footy get that, that many disposal, that much ball that you have to panic? Or do you have Coleman holding behind the footy carving you up with his ball use. He looked like Andrew McLeod last yeah, week. he did. Really did. So they're the two for me. All right. Have you say what's Brisbane's biggest weapon? I, I just think it's their, the aerial but also ground ball threats of their forwards. Um, they're, they're all excellent at ground level. We know how much damage they can do from forward stoppage. You've highlighted that during the year. But aerially, Link McCarthy, Cam Rayner, they're all exceptional there. And then when the ball hits the deck, you've got Cameron, you've got Zorko if he's there, you've got Bailey. Um, oh, they're just everywhere. So uh, f for Brisbane, their focus has to be to bring the ball to ground in their forward line, get a ground ball game inside forward fifty, and the damage could be could be maximum. Um, Unreal forward line. Oh, it's just unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, all right, we'll return after this with your thoughts. Also, Brisbane's biggest worry. We'll speak a little bit about the tactics and who's in the gun, the grand final edition of In the Gun. It's Fireball Friday on SEM Breakfast. Thanks to our good friends at Melbourne Airport Parking. Nothing beats their parking. You can check out their terminal parking book online and for Brandt to be best on ground with your Brandt John Deere dealer. Get involved in joining the conversation next. Want to be best on ground around your yard and farm? Boot it to Brand. Walk to the check-in within minutes with Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. Book online at melbourneairport.com.au. Kane and King. Fire. 
It was pretty hard work early days. I mean, the club was in a, in a dark place um, for whatever reason. I hadn't had any success for a while, hadn't been near finals. Probably fair to say that we're, we're a bit of an unhappy club and we didn't know which, which way uh, things were going to turn out. With a lot of optimism and a lot of hard work and uh, a lot of dealing with failure and learning from it, we sort of found ourselves seven years later in the grand final. So it's... Uh, it's been an enjoyable process. Sometimes it's been a little hard, I guess, particularly early days when you're trying to convince the players that they are getting better when the results aren't really saying that. But um, once we became a good team, it's probably started a little bit. Those last few percent you need to try and get into a grand final and win a premiership are the hardest uh, bits to get. But um, we're, we're stuck in here with it and we're giving ourselves a chance tomorrow. The Brisbane coach, Chris Fagan, speaking about the seven-year journey to get them to this point. They won five games in his first two years in 17 and 18. They jumped to 16 wins the following year. Five years in a row they've played finals, and now they are through to a grand final. Since we've become the AFL, the 18 premiership coaches, 15 have won it in their first five years. Mm. 15 of the 18 first five years. Choco Williams, year six. Bomber Thompson and Damien Harwick, year eight. So Fags is in year seven, so yep. he would be just outside that little window we talk about, and obviously Craig's only in year two. So this is this, you got to win them when you when you when you got something different about the way you're playing. So we'll get to the coaches' discussion later on, but they're, they're bloody hard to win. They're aren't so they? hard to win. Hey? They've done a great job to get there, and now you're there. Gee whiz, what a difference it would make to the CVs of these two coaches. No doubt. You've got to make the most of that. 